everyone and welcome to the Europa League final weekly update for the week commencing Monday the 9th of May 2022. It's Gary here again and did I mention the Europa League final? Yeah, I'm not sure if I did mention the Europa League final thus far but I have a sneaky suspicion that this and next week's pod will certainly contain a lot of references to the Europa League final. Well, 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 Rangers, how intense and remarkable was that performance and result for our wonderful football club last Thursday, folks, eh? Oof. It just had that feeling of history uh, being made right in front of our eyes and us being absolutely right in the middle of it. I, I, say, I say that and I was home for the first half on my own and, and then walked around to my sister's place to watch the second half with Debbie and, and my niece Chloe. So we weren't exactly in a huge crowd uh, like we have been for some of the bigger old firm or cup final games in the past over here in Calgary. But even then, it felt completely mom monumental, momentous. And I, for one, feel so happy and privileged to have bared witness to, to the history as it unfolded 4,000 miles away. I will never, ever forget it and and the scenes and the instant jubilation across the world from Rangers supporters was just absolutely incredible I think even surpassing the camaraderie that we had around 55 and, and I think it only took about oh four maybe five minutes for the first phone call request to come in for tickets for the final <laughs> and that trend hasn't really stopped since then and on that very topic we did start to talk with uh, Rangers supporters liaison officer Greg Marshall a few weeks back in a kind of just in case we make it uh, preparation sort of sequence and, and we did request a number of tickets that would satisfy some of our needs from a NARSA perspective you know we have to have to aim high you know so today we still haven't heard anything from Rangers officially on this but rest assured we are asking multiple times every day and using other contacts uh, within the club to ensure that NASA doesn't get missed and what must be chaos going on um, at the club these days just through sheer volume and and preparedness and, and all that sort of thing so if you're I don't know if you're if you're Real Madrid or, or Liverpool or other big clubs who have an expectation that a European final is kind of within your sights and within your grasp, grasp. I'm sure the logistics and planning and background work is kind of already in place to make the process a bit smoother. But I just don't think that level of strategic thinking doesn't applies really to a club like Rangers, especially after what we went through in, in the last ten years or so. I, I suspect that we've been somewhat caught unawares by by this remarkable achievement and, and the whole club, the entire club, I assume, will be working very, very hard to, to understand all of this and get the, the, the planning sorted as best they can. With just 10 games to go before the actual kickoff, they, they have to get on the, on the ticket allocation very, very quickly. So as I say, we will keep on at them. And as soon as we have information to share about any tickets that we get, we might not get any, we might get some. So we'll just need to see. But as soon as we get information on that, I will certainly update the membership as appropriate. So on to the game segment for this past week. As if you didn't know, the first one being the historic Europa League semi-final second leg at home to Red Bull Leipzig last Thursday evening. And what a night it turned out to be. I don't know about you, but for me, there was just an air of 
we're going to do this just around the whole club, around the fan base. And, you know, even, you know, we get the kind of usual uh, last minute jitters and nerves and things like that. And you, you kind of think, oh, maybe what if we don't? I don't think, you know, is it going to, is it too good to be true? Is the bubble going to burst or things like that? I just didn't get that at all this time. And, you know, the the fan zone outside Ibrox was in, in full flight beforehand with friends of Narsa, St. Phoenix, and performing there. And the stadium pretty much full, I think, around about half an hour before kickoff and just making some amount of noise. But you never quite know what you're going to get from a semi-final. But this, well, what we got was just another night of absolute joy and elation and delight as the team did it yet again in Europe. And I'm not going to go through the entire match, but I did want to touch on the three goals. We got through sheer hard work, endeavour and a bit of class as well. The first was a brilliant was brilliant play from Glenn Kamara, who was getting uh, basically uh, mugged by uh, two or three different Leipzig players on the touchline, and then he managed. I don't know. I still don't. I've seen the replay like five or six times, and I still, <laughs> I still don't know how he managed to get the pass to Ryan Kent, who then went on a mazy run. And for me, he didn't ever seem to quite a full control of the ball. It was just it wasn't his usual slick self, but he still managed to take the ball all the way into the box and play the perfect pass for Captain Fantastic himself to slot home the first goal of the night. And I think that was around about 18 minutes or so, something like that. And just a, a brilliant goal, absolutely incredible goal. And the place is just a light. And we then have an, another attack, uh, you know, not too long after that, where Scott Wright, in the passage of play, lost the ball, then he won it back, and then gets the opportunity to play the deftest of layoffs to Glenn Kamara to beautifully slot home the second in, in 24 minutes and we're just in absolute dreamland. Joe Aribo really could and probably should have made it three not long after, but just it seemed to me to just kind of misjudge the speed of the ball. It's almost like the ball came to him too slowly or something like that and uh, the tap-in chance was, was kind of gone. So his reward for missing the tap-in was getting nearly decapitated shortly before half-time uh, as maybe some sort of payback. <laughs> Jeez, that looked incredible, and thankfully he walked off the pitch. I was really worried about him for, for a couple of minutes there. Leipzig, as we kind of suspected, came into the game a wee bit more in the, in the second half, and, and they did get their goal that the pressure was, was kind of indicating that they would, but the goal came from only their second shot on target. And the first shot on target came only seconds before it, forcing a brilliant save from Alan McGregor. So we did a really good job of keeping them out, out. But this time, their their star man up front slotted home in seventy minutes. A really good finish, to be to be very fair. And that gave us a really, really, a really nervy end to the game. We lose another goal. We're out. We score another goal and we're through. And it's just like a Hollywood movie. We did indeed do just that and score the other goal. Ryan Kent is is this time on the, the left-hand side. Uh, again, no, sorry, this time he was on the left-hand side the first time as well. And he sets up another one with a... It looked like a strangely deflected cross. I couldn't quite see it from the replays. It goes into the area and it actually looked like it was going to go in. And their defender and goalie did really well. The goalie did really well to parry it out. And then Mr. Best on Earth himself, Big John Lundstrom, slots home the winner. And we're just in absolute dreamland at that point. It's just wild. Then, of course, at the end, it wouldn't be Rangers if we didn't have the obligatory corners that we give away at the end of every game just to, to make sure that we don't get one second of relaxation or enjoying to see a game, <laughs> to see a game out. And then the ref blows his whistle and there's absolute bedlam. Like the cameras were just 
bouncing on the stands and it's, oh, it was just just amazing 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 just such a, a fantastic occasion a fantastic game a fantastic result thoroughly well deserved I thought and just like I said before and a couple of the previous pods I think none of this has been lucky we haven't rode our luck or or had um, extreme good fortune that you know via the all the rounds that we played especially in the in the knockout stages we have literally just scored more goals than the opposition and that's why we are in the final on the referee watch, we had heard before this game that this ref was a wee bit card happy. And boy, was he ever card happy. It seemed like every single time we went into any sort of challenge, we were getting yellow cards. And within the first half, within 43 minutes, we had three of our four back four on a yellow card, which was massively worrisome for both this game and then the potential final, should we have, should we have made it to the final. I don't... Have any real complaints if a referee's card happy, but like everything we always talk about with the referees, you have to make it fair and equitable for both sides. And I don't think he did that, especially in the first half. For example, their their guy, the guy with the streaked hair, Kevin Campbell, I think his name was, had at least fouls in the first half that were the same, if not worse, than the ones that we got we got yellow cards for as well. And he didn't end up booking him until I guess relatively early on in the second half. Thankfully, the yellow cards weren't hugely material to the end result uh, or our players' availability for the Europa League final, which is next week. So the referee, for just being annoying, he gets a 5 out of 10. So what does that mean? Just in case you haven't been following it or listening uh, too closely or carefully thus far, it means that Rangers Football Club are in the Europa League final on Wednesday the 18th of May in Seville, Spain. Should I say that again? Rangers Football Club are in the Europa League final on Wednesday the 18th of May in Seville. It just sounds absolutely brilliant. More on the game next week as we get there, but just historic, classic, brilliant, an amazing experience and so, so happy uh, to, to go to see it live and experience it you know, with my family as well. The second game was yesterday's league match at home to Dundee United where we had to win to stave off the East End mob from formally winning the, the championship. They were, were still keeping them at bay here, six points ahead with six games to play and I think they're 865 goals ahead of us or something like that. And we did manage to do just that with a, a very solid 2-0 victory that really could and should have been more flattering for us scoreline-wise as we were really, really solid from the very start to the very end of the game. We won courtesy of a 55th minute penalty from James Tavernier and a 78th minute clincher from an impressive Ahmad Diallo who seems to be growing in to the team this past wee while, which is great to see. You know, too little too late. I don't know. We've got four games left and, uh, you know, two of them are very, very important games. So he could still play a very significant part for us. Fashion Sakala was as busy as a bee the entire game as he normally is and, and couldn't probably should have added to the score sheet with a wee bit more fortune in front of goals. But as I said, we played really well and were absolutely uh, worthy winners. If you look at the stats, we had, we had over 70% of the possession, we had nine shots, Dundee United didn't have one shot on target, so it really does paint the picture for us. But more importantly for me, Giovanni managed their star players' time, playing time well enough to ensure they keep ticking over but didn't overdo it prior to the Europa League final, which is next Wednesday. So my fear is 
that some hammer thrower out there for either Ross County or Hearts decides to make a name for himself and try to crop one of our stars, depriving him, depriving him of the chance to play in the Europa League final uh, a week on Wednesday. But uh, Gio, uh, you know, did what he had to do and gave the, the guys some, some playing time and then just protected some others as well. And I suspect that we'll see that in the games this week as well. On the referee watch for yesterday, Stephen McLean didn't do too, too much wrong from what I can remember. One booking for us, a couple for them, called the penalty correctly. I don't recall him getting on my nerves too much, so he's going to get a nine because I'm in a really, really good mood this week. And this week we have two games before we play in the Europa League final, which is next week. The first one being a home league game against Ross County this coming Wednesday with a 2.45pm Eastern Standard Time kickoff. That's 7.45pm in the UK. And the second one being the final match of this disappointing domestic season um, away to our Scottish Cup final rivals Hearts. And this is on Saturday at 7.15am Eastern Standard Time. That's 12.15 in the UK. I won't bother with the, the last time we played them slot this week because it doesn't really matter. You know, as all roads for everyone connected with Rangers leads to the Europa League final in Seville next week. So just go out, win the last two games, give the boys and the fringe players some game time and look forward to the big ones next week. For RTV, same as before, our main focus is, is looking at collecting the fees from all the clubs for the entire season. We do have a planning meeting tomorrow night with an ARSA executive, mostly concentrating on the convention, but we will talk briefly about the RTV status and, and see where we need to go from there. For shout outs this week, I, I wanted to start uh, very happy and then it gets sad at the end just to, to let you know what's coming. But I did want to start with one very, very close to my heart and it's a very special happy 13th birthday to my beautiful baby boy Leo whose birthday is tomorrow the 10th of May. 13 years old already. Oh my word, where does the time go? It literally seems like just the other day that I was bringing him home from hospital and getting prepared for the absolute best years of my life with this wee guy. And now he's turning into a wee man, although he's actually not that wee anymore and will most likely be taller than me before the end of the year if he keeps growing at this rate. <laughs> and he's full of cheek as well, and I guess that goes uh, with being a teenager, and that's obviously from his mum's side, I'm sure you can appreciate, but he really is the love of my life, and I hope that he has a brilliant birthday when it comes. And I tell you what, in 12 months' time, he'll be able to take his driver's test and get behind the wheel of a car. How utterly mental does that sound? Like, apparently, the, the rules here is that he has to have a passenger with him at all times with a driver's license who's over 21 years old in the car and is not allowed to drive anyone who is intoxicated, which is a wee bit of a downer, but rules are kind of meant to be broken, aren't they? So... I'm sure he'll pick his dad up from, from the pub now and again. But anyway, not that you're ever going to listen to this because you don't listen to the pods anyway, but I'm going to say it. Happy birthday, big guy. I love you forever and ever and ever and into the moon and into your heart. Secondly, I'd like to send a huge congratulations to the women's team in securing the Parks Motor Group SWPL1 League title with a game to spare. And what a record the, the women's team have from this season. 26 games played and they have won 24 of them drawing the other two. And their goal difference is 84. 
84. They've scored 94 goals and they've only conceded 10. And they also managed to play a game at Ibrox a wee while ago. It just shows you how, how the women's game the women's game, sorry, is, is really growing and going from strength to strength. And it releases Glasgow City's vice-like grip on the championship trophy after they've won it for the last 90 years or so. Okay, 14 years. But I don't I don't normally chat about the, the women's game on here as I don't really follow it all that closely. But when it comes to a league championship, that's definitely mention worthy. So, you know, and the best of it is they get to celebrate their title win on their very last game of the season this coming Sunday away to the Celtic women's team uh, who look like they're going to finish third in, in the league as well. So I'm sure a guard of honour would be appropriate for the Rangers women's team in these circumstances, please and thank you. And while we're talking about winners, the Rangers B team also secured uh, a win today with winning the Glasgow Cup with a 3-1 victory over Queen's Park at Broadwood. Thanks to goals from Cole McKinnon, Robbie Yuri, is it? And f- recent first teamer, Charlie McCann, as well. So, a great result for the B team, and congratulations to David McCallum and, and everyone involved in that victory as well. Here's hoping the first team continue that trend in the Europa League final a week on Wednesday and then the Scottish Cup final on the Saturday following it. Finally, and I still can't really wrap my head around this one, quite honestly. I wanted to pass on my own and, and Narcissus sincere condolences, condolences to the family and friends of, of Rangers legendary kitman Jimmy Bell. How stunning was, was that news that we woke up to last, last week? Just absolutely, utterly awful for him and his family and the outpouring of love and respect from all over the world, including from from FIFA and UEFA, shows just how loved and, and well-respected he was in the game and how integral he was to, to operations at the club. I saw or, or read or maybe just heard somewhere that, that someone had said he was the heartbeat of Rangers, and, and I think that truly does sum him up to a T. I was saying to my dad last week after we had heard the news that he just had to be more than a kit man to have a prime seat in the dugout each week. And, and you regularly saw footage of him talking to the manager during games too, and he would sometimes do the numbers for substitutions and, and things like that. You know, you know what we do know is that his blood was royal blue and he lived and breathed Rangers to the very end. It's such sad, sad news. Uh, Narsa VP Brian Campbell has suggested Jimmy as a potential convention guest for a number of years now, as as he must just for the amount of time he was there in the dressing room with all these characters over the last thirty or so years, he must have had an absolute vault of brilliant stories to tell. And and we'd kind of informally agreed to wait until he retired so that he'd have the time and space and maybe a bit of freedom to come and and join us and and, and really give us uh, give us some some good solid staunch entertainment. It's just another painful lesson that we shouldn't really wait for anything like that as life can be so fragile at times. If you have a friend or a family member who you've been meaning to reach out to but you keep putting it off, my best advice to you today would be to just pick up the phone and reach out and call them or fire them a quick text message or an email and just let them know that you're thinking about that because you can never assume that they'll be exactly where you assume they're going to be by the time you get around to reaching out. Just terrible news. Rest in peace, Jimmy. You will definitely be missed. And here's hoping that the Rangers do the business next week in the Europa League final and the Scottish Cup in your memory, my friend. For our convention update this week, I can officially confirm that 
I think I'm going to start getting diarrhea every time I say this every week because this is getting the time is going just so fast. It's 24 days from today until the first official event of the 2022 convention. Just over three weeks away to get the chance to go and celebrate our 150th, the Queen's 70th anniversary jubilee, the the platinum jubilee, sorry, and the 50th anniversary of Barcelona 72 and the two-week anniversary of the Europa League Championship, hopefully, and last but not least, of course, NASA's 30th anniversary as well. We did receive confirmation from Rangers last week that no one from the board will be joining us in Las Vegas with uh, the, the only person officially joining us I guess Colin Stewart is, is also you know from a director from from the club but he, he's coming under a different guise but the only person coming is the supporters liaison officer Greg Marshall who I talked about earlier I already knew Stuart Robertson could make it as he had confirmed that he had a family commitment that weekend but I did I did hope that we might have some of the other folks like James Bisgrove or, or maybe David Graham joining us but they just they just couldn't commit and time is marching on for us to get our things organised and all the logistics in place. So, oh well, it is what it is. We'll still have an absolute ball and you never know, maybe a Europa League triumph and a Scottish Cup triumph might change a couple of minds and we might still get folks over there. I wouldn't be surprised. The Las Vegas Loyal, your host club, of course, for this year, are also putting on a pre-convention welcome party on Wednesday the 1st of June at their home location pub, which is the Crown and Anchor. And the time of that is going to be from 11am till late and they're also going to create a special outdoor patio specifically for this event. So if you're around Vegas on the 1st you can go and take a peek at their space and enjoy a couple of cold beverages with the boys and girls over there and I'm sure you will have a blast. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it over because I am going to going to see a show that night. So maybe I will. Maybe I'll go for a couple of, couple of hours in the afternoon. It's about... 15 minutes or so away from Planet Hollywood. It's not exactly on the strip, but it's it's, it's a good place and it's a wee bit of history in there as well. You, you see they're very active on social media with folks getting photographs in the place every other week. The golf is still on sale and I can also tell you that the tickets for the Leaving Do are selling extremely well with over 80% sold out in the first two weeks. So if you plan on attending on the Sunday, please don't delay uh, to avoid any disappointment. I wouldn't want you to be walking around like a bear with a sore head on the Sunday because you missed out. Um, we, As I mentioned earlier, we are having a planning session uh, tomorrow, uh, every second Tuesday planning session with the NASA executive, just to make sure we're on top of things as much as we possibly can be for the event, as we still have tons and tons of stuff to get organised and we are working feverishly in the background to get as much as we can organised for the big event. I mentioned last week that we had a discussion with the Rangers Charity Foundation a couple of weeks ago just to see what, if anything, we could do to help support the Charity Foundation this this year. And I did manage to have a chat with, with the Charity Foundation Director, Conal Cochran, earlier today about potential plans for more involvement in both this and future conventions uh, from you know to, to, to forge the partnership between the Charity Foundation and NARSA and a great conversation Connell's a great guy I really enjoy talking to him all the time and the work these folks do is just absolutely incredible and I'm really looking forward to developing this one out and getting the word out to as many bears across the globe 
I'm just quite how significant the work they do really is and, and just see where it takes takes both parties. Uh, there is a possibility that Connell and maybe someone else might be able to join us at the event from the Foundation. We'll continue to chat about that one going forward. That's not, not a guarantee, but I would love to see them there so they can get an idea of who we are, how big we are, what we could potentially do together and see how it goes. So yeah, more to follow on that once I know a little bit more. And, you know, I have to say that while... And this is a kind of convention-related story. While I'm absolutely thrilled beyond words for the team and the club getting into the Europa League final, which is a week on Wednesday in Seville in Spain, there was a wee teensy-weensy part of me that thought, oh no, how am I going to fit all of this in alongside the final planning that we need to do for Vegas? <laughs> I know it's super selfish and it was just a very fleeting thought, but... I absolutely wouldn't have it any other way. It just does add another tra- a time drain for me personally that will just have to be part of the NASA 2022 experience and folklore in a few short weeks here, I am sure. Another regular plug for our Frequently Asked Questions document. Read it before you get in touch. Simple as that. On to communications for this past week. Rangers... Made a bit of a surprising announcement today that they are launching next season's third kit tomorrow on the 10th, on Leo's 13th birthday at 9am UK time. And I received this information from the club earlier today. Now available, the Rangers Castor 22-23 third kit. Rangers and Castor are delighted to unveil the twenty season 22-23 third kit which is a sizzling combination of orange, navy and white. The striking design features a smart modern v-neck collar and a return to our classic Rangers scroll crest. The sublimely lightweight and breathable fabric is perfect for warmer temperatures. wonder why they said that. And the shirt is the ideal addition to supporters' wardrobes as we approach two huge historic cup finals. As we approach the UEFA Europa League final in Sevilla, The new kit is expected to be in huge demand and is available now online and in the Rangers stores. This is obviously the announcement that they're going to make in the morning. Should supporters place their online order by 12pm this Thursday, which would be the 14th, they will ensure they receive their new top in time for the Europa League and Scottish Cup finals. I don't know if that applies to overseas fans, folks, just to be super clear about that. But I think... Quite honestly, this is a very smart move and a great strategic play by the club to really maximise revenues during this absolute high that we are on right now. The, the, the very limited sneak peek that accompanied the social media announcement looks brilliant. So I'm going to get ordering mine when I get up tomorrow morning and I'm, and I'm up early because I'm taking Leo to, to badminton at 7.15am. So hopefully there will still be some left by then. I don't know, as I say, I can't see it getting there by Monday and that's when I'm leaving. So maybe it'll just be in, in the, on the doorstep when I get back in time for the Hearts game. The club also announced today that they have confirmed a new sleeve partner for next season. The article said Rangers Football Club is delighted to confirm Boxed as the club's new official sleeve partner for the 2022-23 season as part of a new multi-year commercial partnership. Boxed is a multi-product e-commerce and fulfilment platform specialising in installing and servicing boilers, air conditioning, electric vehicle charging points and Google smart home products. One of the UK's fastest growing businesses, Boxed, is said to become the market leader in UK domestic heating market in the UK, it should say in the UK domestic heating market. 
The company was designed by its founders to revolutionise how heating and smart technology are installed in our homes. Boxed has recently forged football partnerships with both Leeds United and Nottingham Forest. They now welcome the 2022 UEFA Europa League finalists Rangers as a further iconic British club to their roster. As part of the new agreement, the boxed logo will appear on the sleeve of the Rangers men's first team and all replica shirts. The boxed branding will also feature prominently at Ibrox on match days and across the all a club's official digital channels. So another positive one on that. And with these guys working in the utilities and service industry, I can't see them going by the way of... Uh, Crypto, sports, currency, NFT type partner, Sportimon Go, who kind of went belly up and ceased trading last week, you might have seen. So hopefully these guys are a wee bit more robust and uh, there's a wee bit more on the article online if you go check that out you'd be more than welcome to do so I did talk about uh, season ticket renewals deadlines over the last two or three pods I think it was and I did notice that the club announced last week an extension to the deadline to accommodate for you guessed it the Europa League final which is being held in Seville in Spain next week to ease financial pressures on fans who want to support everything to do with the club over the coming weeks so just another solid move by the club and one that provides a hopefully a wee bit of respite for people that do want to renew their season ticket, do want to make it to Seville, do want to you know buy the new kits and stuff like that. It's a lot of financial pressure on Rangers fans these days, but all for a good cause, I would say. That will do it for this week, my friends. This is this week is very much kind of the calm before the storm, I would say, and where we have two trophies to try and lift this week so navigate these two games this week with hopefully no incident or accident and be in really good shape this really is what it's all about as a Rangers fan competing at the highest level towards the business end of the season and what a season this could turn out to be if we win both games next week oh my word I will be travelling to Seville next Monday so the pod will be out a lot earlier and I expect it will be a lot shorter than, than normal as I try and get myself out the door and to the airport without forgetting anything material and more about that excitement next week but as always thank you so much for taking the time to listen please do share it with whomever you think might enjoy it and until next week just remember we have a Europa League final to look forward to but in the meantime take care all the very best cheerio